Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Entercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. Joining us this time on Metroscope are Marcia Vandermeer, Red Cross spokesperson, and Daryl Doak, Star Wars Oregon, on behalf of the ninth annual Galaxy Blood Drive. The Blood Drive will take place Saturday, December 29th from 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Red Cross Portland Blood Donation Center. That is 3131 North Vancouver Avenue at Galaxy Blood Drive. Donors will have the opportunities to meet and take photos with members of Star Wars costuming organizations like my man Daryl over here who brought in his Stormtrooper lid. Now, folks, you can't see it on radio, but it's looking great. I wanted to put it on earlier, but I didn't want to mess up my hair. But I was making the comment before we went on, Daryl, that, okay, that's what people look like underneath that Stormtrooper costume because all we see you guys is, is in costume in public, and now I actually get to meet one of you. This is cool. It's more impressive with the helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been seeing uh, stormtroopers and Chewbacca's around town at, at Fred Meyer's and, uh, you know, different grocery stores. And I know you guys do different things with different organizations. You're here with Red Cross um, as part of their Galaxy Blood Drive. But just tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization and kind of what you guys do. Okay. Uh, I'm with Star Wars Oregon, which is consists of the Rebel Legion local chapter because chic base and the 501st legion local chapter which is cloud city garrison and we're an international star wars costuming organization and we focus on charity and community events where we make appearances so we do uh, we've been doing salvation army bell ringing we do a lot of charity walks we do uh hospital visits at randall children's hospital uh let's see just lots of community events mm-hmm. and mostly with charity aspects to them. Okay. So, And this is your third annual, or this is your third uh, appearance at the ninth annual now this year. Uh, Blood Drive, is that correct? Um, personally, yeah, the, okay. my personal third appearance. But I think we this is our ninth time that we, yes. my uh, club's been doing that event. Cool. So. So uh, how's, how's that experience been for you? I mean, what, what's it been like for you uh, the last two years? Uh, it's been great. It's a real fun event. Um, lots of great uh, people coming in to donate blood, and we take a lot of photos and go into the rooms where they're donating and encourage people and just have a lot of fun. I've seen some of the pictures. They they look great, and it looks like people are having a, a fun time. You got the Chewbacca's and the Stormtroopers and the uh, what do they call it? The the bike riders, I think. The biker scouts. Biker yeah. scouts. Yeah. See, so you know you know the official names. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the professional here. Um, have you always been the stormtrooper or are you, uh, in different outfits? Uh, yeah, I do stormtrooper and snow trooper and cool. a couple other characters. I'm jealous. All my favorites as, as a child. Yes. So I collected a lot of action figures as a kid and now you can be a life-size <laughs> action figure essentially. So yeah, I think we have, I have, fun. I have a lot of those, uh, action figures up in my, my room back at yeah. home. Um, those are probably worth something. Maybe I could sell those. Probably. Probably worth something pretty, uh, pretty nice. These days, uh, Marcia, let's bring you in. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, 
Uh, I know you met Daryl recently, but you've been a part of this for a while and with Red Cross. And just tell us a little bit about the event you guys have going on on the 29th and what it's all about. Sure. We've been doing this for nine years. I've been involved with it for the past three years. And I have to say it's got to be the coolest, funnest event that we hold. And one of our largest events, uh, we partnered with um, <clears throat> Star Wars of Oregon about nine years ago. And it is just a great way for donors to come in to bring their families, donate, have some fun, take some photos, interact with their favorite Star Wars characters. Last year we had, I think it was nine or ten of the uh, Star Wars of Oregon show up. Darth Vader was there, R2-D2, and um, it R2-D2 just... was there. Wow. Yes. That's a, that's a real celeb right cool. there. It was pretty cool. So we hold this drive also during the winter months. Um, our blood supplies dwindle during winter for many reasons. People are busy Christmas shopping, businesses take time off, and weather back east has really, really impacted our blood supplies. So it's a perfect time for people to come in and donate and have a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the Galaxy Blood Drive makes it different and maybe makes it it's more enjoyable for people who come in, and and how do the, how does the uh, the Star Wars organization uh, play a part in that? Why would people be encouraged to to come in? Well, in, if anyone's a Star Wars fan, or if they're not, you get to actually see, which I call it, movie ready costumes when you come in the door. And it, the coolest thing is, we had last year, we had some families come in. The parents were donating, and the look on the kids' face. Huge eyes going, oh, my gosh, I'm standing next to Darth Vader, and I get to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And it it just is, a, I think, a great way for people to interact. And I had no idea until I took this job over three years ago that this group existed. And I think every everyone that is a Star Wars fan should come in and donate and check it out because it just is a wonderful interactive um, event. Yeah, I'd always been curious – uh, Daryl, where where you guys kind of come from? Because I, you know, like I said, I've seen you at grocery stores, seen you around at various fundraisers. I think maybe even at my high school, uh, we've we've seen you back back in the day. I was in high school yeah. a long time ago, despite my baby face. Um, but uh, no, what, tell us a little bit about uh, a little bit more about your organization. Maybe how you first got involved, and uh, I know you mentioned you guys go around and help with the uh, Salvation Army bell ringing and, and things of that nature. But yeah, just tell us a little bit more uh, about you guys and where you're at. Okay. So the 501st Legion was started about 20 years ago by some fans uh, that uh, when the Star Wars Special Edition was coming out in 1997, they thought, well, it might be great to dress up as stormtroopers, and so they did, and it just kind of snowballed from there. So the the club's about 20, 21 years old now, and then locally about 10 or 11 years old, so there's local chapters all over the world. And um, I got involved about three years ago. Uh, I've always thought it'd be cool to dress up as a stormtrooper, and I just did looked us up on the internet, and or looked up the club on the internet, and started volunteering as a helper before I had a costume, and then I built a costume, and I uh, just love to interact with kids and adults, and and uh, help raise money for charities. So. Okay, see, that was going to be my next question is, how does how do the costumes come about? So you said you built your own? Yeah, so normally, I mean, you can, 
you buy kits and you assemble kits, kind of like a model, at least for the plastic costumes like a stormtrooper. Uh, a lot of the costumes require sewing, you know, if, if there's fabric components. So hmm. usually it's a it's part crafting and part costuming. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of resources on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's uh, Lucasfilm Disney allows us to use their characters mm-hmm. uh, as long as we promote their um, characters properly. So right. we have to we have a partnership with them where we we look to them for what kind of events we can do, right. and we try to stay in you know in good with with Disney and Lucasfilm. So they allow us to to wear these great costumes. Is it hot in there? It is. I do have fans in in the really? helmet. Yeah, there's a couple of computer fans in there to keep it cool. Wow. So that's next level. Did you <laughs> did you install those yourself? Yeah, they're. Wow. Yeah, it's. And then a lot of people have electronics to talk with a voice and radio static and things to make it more realistic for kids. I was so. gonna say. So do you do you talk? Every stormtrooper I've ever met, which has been probably I don't know five or ten over the years. Uh, I took a selfie with one of them recently. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll I can show you afterwards or something. But uh, none of them have talked. Uh, the, it's only the uh, you know like the Jedi leaders who don't have a mask on. Yeah. have t- have usually are usually the ones who talk. Do do you ever talk? Yeah, I do. I have a okay. voice system okay. that I use most of the time. Okay. It can be a little bit of a hassle with there's a lot of wiring and stuff, so a lot of people don't bother doing it. But yeah. it is fun. A lot of kids get a kick out of it when they hear mm-hmm. the stormtrooper talking. So. Uh huh. Um, how do you go to the bathroom? No, I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. Uh, <laughs> it's easy. You don't. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't sit down and you don't go to the bathroom. Yeah, you so. got you got to hold it for about eight hours. All right, yeah. ready, go. Um, that's funny. All right, uh, Marcia, tell us a little bit more about uh, the blood drive and what people can expect when they when they arrive. I know you mentioned a little bit. You know, you you, you um you see the look on kids' faces when they see a, a stormtrooper or Chewbacca in the crowd. But yeah, tell us a little bit about more. Uh, about the atmosphere there and what anyone who's listening uh, could expect if they come on December 29th. Sure. So the first thing, if you are interested, I would go to redcrossblood.org to sign up, or you can download our great blood app. Uh, Once you do that, you come in the door, and you're usually greeted by a few stormtroopers. Darth is usually, Darth Vader's usually slinking around the corners. Chewbacca is usually in the donor room if he shows up. Um, (laughs) And so you come in and you sign up, and we're taking all blood types. If you want to do a regular blood donation, you can. You can also do what's called power reds, and you can also do platelet donation. So this particular event, you come in and um, sign up at registration, and you might even have a stormtrooper signing you in. And you go through what's called a health history process. The whole process takes about an hour at most. Um so once you go through the health history process, you go into donor room. We take your blood. And like I said, we welcome all blood types. Um, as I mentioned before, during the holidays specifically, uh, we are usually on a one-day supply of blood. And it's I just read an article or a news thing today that said we, are <clears throat> we have a one-day supply of O negative and B negative blood. And as you know, O negative blood is universal blood. So... You know, people say, you call me all the time to donate. And the reason why we call you all the time is we do need the blood. Um, Mm -hmm. Typically, we need 14,000 units a day to keep up with the demand of the hospitals. 
Um, specifically now with all the storms back east, we're closing more blood drives. So this drive is even more important. You know, we're hoping to reach mm-hmm. our collection goal of 150 units this year mm-hmm. and um, come in and have a great time. We're giving also a T-shirt away during this holiday period. And I would come in and just take some selfies with your favorite Star Wars character <laughs> while you're donating on the bed, which is kind of cool, too, because they will be actually be in donor room. Okay. Yeah, take some selfies, get your Instagram game up, get your Twitter game up, get your Facebook game up. What? Uh, tell us a little bit about kind of the donation process. Um, I know maybe some people can be squeamish when it comes to this. Uh, I'll, I'll admit, I'm a, I'm a man. I did uh, faints the last time I gave blood. I don't want to scare anyone because, and then I gave, I should follow up with, I gave blood right away later that day and I was 100% fine. I don't know what happened. Maybe I just didn't eat much or something. Um I know that's not exactly a ringing endorsement. I, I'm, I apologize, but um, you know, I have what, to say, um, the, of all the the people I've dealt with in the years, it's mostly men that are more afraid of needles than women. I would believe that. And but it's you I, women are brave. Well, I find it ironic because they come in and the guys have tattoos and piercings, and I think that's more painful than donating blood. Um, and I always encourage people to try it at least once. And it's amazing how many people work themselves up, like you probably did. I, I, think, I think that's what Seriously. happened. I think into, I just worked myself into up. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I can put in a liar and put. And it's it's really that is probably the shortest part of the whole process. Personally, I think when you go through your health history, so you answer a bunch of questions. You can answer those through rapid pass, or when you're in a health health history with our um, one of our collection staff, and they prick the tip of your finger to test your iron. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think that is hurts worse than the actual needle mm-hmm. in the arm. And I always tell, especially when I used to deal with high school kids, I said, it's not about you and what it's going to happen to you. It's the impact that you're going to do in saving three lives. And mm-hmm. literally with modern technology, depending upon your blood type, they can take the split the blood up into three different components, which is red cells, mm-hmm. plasma, and platelets. And they'll send them off to the patients that need that particular type of blood the most. So you really could literally impact saving three lives. And I always say, come in and try it at least once. If you're scared, then bring someone in, a friend, Mm -hmm. to donate with you. And I think for your case, maybe you were so nervous, you didn't have drink enough water, hydrated yourself. People think they have to fast before they donate, which is probably the worst thing you could do. Mm. Uh, Eat a good meal and then hydrate afterwards. And literally the the needle in the arm and that takes like maybe five minutes it's everything else afterwards yeah no yeah the the reason i bring that up is because i think there are people out there who probably a lot uh, of people who who are probably (laughs) like uh i don't know about giving blood you know what i mean and so i think it's important for people to hear you say that and and a lot of say well i don't want i don't want to give someone my blood i want to keep it myself it's like well tell that to the patient in the hospital the person that's been in a traumatic accident that literally needs 20, 30, 40 units of blood, mm-hmm. a transplant patient that needs hundreds of units of blood, a cancer patient needs, I can't even tell you how many platelets and plasma and cancer pa- patients need. So I would try and just encourage everyone to not think about putting the needle in your arm, but think about the impact of what you're going to do afterwards and how many lives you're going to save. And it's amazing how many people that donate for the first time afterwards go, oh, my gosh, that was a piece of cake. I'm going to do this again. Yeah. And what's really cool about our blood app is when you download it and you sign up for it, afterwards, it within a couple of days, it tells you what your blood type is. 
and sometimes it even tracks and tells you where your blood has gone. And then you can sign up online for your next appointment. So we're getting very, very um, interactive with uh, social media and um, technology as far as letting, you know, people get more close to donating rather than just having someone call you. You know, you can go to the blood app and you can download all this information. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty neat. Cool. Well, you alluded to it earlier that... Um you know, it's it's an important time of year for people to to donate um, because, uh, generally speaking, it sounds like um, you know donations are slightly lower this time of year, whether that's for holiday travel or uh, you know just people being busy with with whatever goes on around the holidays. Can you just uh, kind of explain a little bit more about how that works and sure. kind of the needs that you guys need to meet at the moment? Well, I've been with the Red Cross for twelve years, and we went on a blood appeal two weeks before Thanksgiving, and that's the soonest we've ever gone on appeal. Hmm. A lot of it was due to the um, really bad weather they had back east, the hurricanes and everything. So compiled with that and just people get busy during the holidays and they're shopping and holiday parties and businesses. We We go to a lot of businesses for blood drives as well. We do what's called a mobile drive. And a lot of business shut down during the Christmas time. And again, the weather back east, I don't know if you've seen the news, but they're just being pounded. Mm -hmm. So all the, you think about it, all the blood drives that we have scheduled back east, they've shut down. Mm. And even if we stayed open, people couldn't even get to them anyway because of the weather. So it's kind of becomes a trickle down effect and it snowballs. Um, You know, blood has a 42 day shelf life and we might have inventories a month ago, but you close blood centers down and we're only collecting maybe 30% of the 14,000 units we need each day, it's going to start to snowball. So that's why we, we always try and do the incentive items, you know, the T-shirts, trying to get people to come in and get excited about donating during the holidays. And this is why we, you know, again, have scheduled this particular drive two days before New Year's. Some I think last year it fell on New Year's Eve, which was amazing so we we just always say you know we always say give the gift of life and that's exactly what you are doing if you come in and donate so this is marcia vandermeer red cross spokesperson and daryl doke star wars oregon joining us on behalf of the ninth annual galaxy blood drive going to take place december 29th 9 a.m to 2 30 p.m at the red cross portland blood donation center that is 3131 North Vancouver Avenue. Like you mentioned, Marcia, you guys are on active on social media. People can people know how to find you there and um, learn even more about the event there uh, if they would like. And uh, Daryl, let's bring you back in. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, maybe seeing some more pictures about uh, after this upcoming blood drive. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about more about your organization and how people can schedule you guys uh, if if they would like. I know this is obviously, you know, we're doing a Red Cross event here, but uh, just in the future for Star Wars Oregon, I'm sure that could help inspire people to come donate to whatever cause uh, you guys are a part of. Yeah, so if you're looking to have some Star Wars characters at an event, you can go to StarWarsOregon.com, and we have an event request form there. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um... under Star Wars Oregon, Cloud City Garrison, and Kashyyyk Base. So those are, uh, Star Wars Oregon is both the bad guys and the good guys combined. Hmm. Uh, so the 501st Legion and the Rebel Legion combined under one banner. And we cover all of Oregon and Southwest Washington. Okay. So. 
and we never charge for any appearances. It's all all for free because we love Star Wars and helping charity organizations. And uh, though we do ask for some events that people would donate to a charity. Mm-hmm. So we work a lot with Make-A-Wish, uh, Magic Wheelchair. Uh, I'm trying to think. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. And and other or, a lot of other organizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Cool. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people would, I, I, I'd be interested in having you at my next birthday party, to be <laughs> honest, but I know we want, we want to do this for charity work. By the way, uh, uh, how are you guys kind of established? I know you said there's an Oregon, uh, uh chapter, so to say, so, you know, the Star Wars Oregon yeah. chapter. So that's the, who you are, the but club is the it, 501st Legion for okay. the bad guys and the rebel Legion for the good guys. Okay. And then it's divided up into, you know, territories around the country and around the world. Okay. So. You seem to know a lot about your Star Wars. I mean, did you guys did you have to pass like a Star Wars aptitude test to to, no. to be a part of this? No, anyone can join. Okay. Anyone that's interested. I, I happen to be uh, one of our local event coordinators. Okay. And I'm also a, a costume judge, you could call it. So I help nice. people join. So there are costume requirements to join. So those can all be find found on the internet. Five hundred first or five hundred first dot com okay. is the uh, organizations page so cool. just pick a costume or a character you want to be and you can build it do you guys have co- you so you have costume contests is that what no you're no no uh requirements yeah so okay. there's just a it has to be a movie accurate costume uh-huh. and the, so online you can see all the requirements for each character so mm-hmm. so people really build all of their own costumes like chewbacca builds that own yeah costume. actually we have several people building Wookies right now of various forms. Wow, <laughs> how long does it take to to build a Wookie or build like you know the Darth Vader outfit? Uh, a lot of it is sourcing all the parts. I mean, you can't just go to somebody and buy a Darth Vader costume, for instance. You have to buy the parts from various makers mm-hmm. and or make parts yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. it, it just depends how you want to do it, really. Yeah. And they are life-size. I mean, Chewbacca is truly... I know. I stood next yeah. to him. He was there, I think it was two years ago. Yeah. And he's literally about eight feet tall. I mm-hmm. mean, and he, he makes the exact same noise. So are they in stilts in there, or where do they get these giant he Chewbacca's? Does, he is standing on lifts. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, one of our... I mean, we have several people that do Chewbacca, but the one you're talking about, uh, he's on about one-foot lifts. He's yeah. a tall okay. guy anyway. He's a tall but, guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you don't have to be born seven feet tall to be a Chewbacca, but it helps maybe. Right. Okay. <laughs> Man, I would. I think I would want to be a stormtrooper. That's what I would want to do. It's, yeah. it's the most recognizable character probably. Yeah. So, we like to have one at every event. And I would say can. it takes courage to be one of the uh, one of the good guys, the Jedi's. You know, if you because you don't, you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. So you're out there with your own, and you kind of you kind of got to look alike or look like a Jedi or one of the Jedi characters. Yeah, it's probably it is harder to be a face type character because uh-huh. you have to directly interact with people. You know what I would say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I would say is um, it's interesting how we all totally embrace the stormtrooper in public, but the stormtroopers, you know, one of the real bad guys in the Star Wars films. But like yeah. when you see them in public, you're like, oh, that's so awesome! Like you don't think of them as the bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they're dressed well, in white and they're just, they're yep. clean and yeah. Clean. And the 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 motto of the 501st legion is bad guys doing good so we try to put a friendly face to it though oh, i have to admit go. we do make a lot of kids cry <laughs> do you so, really yeah the, this particular you've seen kids break down and cry? kids cry so oh wow <laughs> man 
<laughs> that's I mean that's kind of fun. Uh, I, a lot of kids maybe don't even have a reference for the they, character. They, yeah, exa- that's probably the thing the is they don't they don't even know. Yeah, they're just like, Mom, what is going on here? Yep. At the grocery store, I thought we were coming to get a toy. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, thank you guys. Um, Marcia, is there anything else we kind of need to talk about? I mean, maybe the uh, blood also, blood types is that maybe is it all blood impo- types? Okay. Um, and I would also say even if you don't want to come and donate blood, come by anyway and check it out. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe a stormtrooper will talk you into donating blood, but <laughs> it's it's open to the public, so we're welcoming anyone to come in and donate. I just think it's so cool just to see the movie set characters at this blood drive, yeah. and you know, bring your kids, you know, even take some photos for Christmas cards for next year. Yeah, or New Year's cards for this year if you can turn <laughs> yeah, around can turn in two it days. Around in two days, exactly. <laughs> or happy holidays. Holidays extend through January ish. So. You know what I mean? We want them to, don't we? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you guys. Well, best thank of you luck. For having us. Yeah, best of luck with everything, and uh, thanks for thanks for what you guys do. All right, thank you. We were talking today with Marcia Vandermeer from the Red Cross and Daryl Doak from Star Wars Oregon. Metroscope is an Intercom Portland Public Affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit metroscopepdx.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.